Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This has been an incredible year and we want to thank all of you for making it absolutely outstanding for us. We have so much planned for you in 2011 and we're thrilled you've decided to take this journey with us. So let me just tell you what today's show is about. It is the best of Dr. Pat musical. Get ready for Olivia Newton-John, the Arium sisters, Melissa Etheridge, and Juice Newton. What we've been able to do is pull the best conversations to date that we've had with these incredibly talented people, and we wanted to share this. This show also features one of my all-time favorite ever songs. So sit back. Enjoy, and remember that there's so much for you to contribute to the world and so much of the world out there to contribute to you. And so as you take a listen to this show, remember that there's a best of you inside of you, and we support you every step of the way. So sit back, get some popcorn, and have some fun.
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to a fabulous conversation that Olivia Newton-John and I are having about grace and gratitude and much more. And, you know, you and I have talked about uh, the journey, Olivia. We've talked about how each of our lives have taken a certain path. And here you are now with a fabulous CD, a CD that is very different from what you've done before. And knowing that the many obstacles that you have overcome along the way and and, and so this is all part of the collective journey. Uh, the, the key thing that I think is so important in this, and my listeners have heard me talk about this, is the power to overcome obstacles, the, the power to persevere. Where do you get it from? You know, I think um, just I'm, I have a beautiful daughter that really really important Mm. to me and and i want to show her by my actions that you in life when you have struggles you just go through them and you you fight and you you continue on and i know that everybody has obstacles my mother was a very strong woman who had a lot of loss in her life and loved my dad and they got divorced and she never really got over it but she was strong and she got a job she'd never worked before and she um you know, she showed me that. She had some physical problems. She had osteoporosis, but she, she never let that worry her. She was vibrant and alive and, and always saw the positive. So I think, you know, I had a good teacher, and I want to pass that on to my daughter because everyone has obstacles. I mean, we all do. And uh, I'm very lucky. I have a wonderful life, and I'm, I've been blessed with a lot of gifts that have given me this life. And so, I, you know, it's kind of my responsibility, I feel, to give back. And most of the people that are listening to this show, they so honor that, and they so honor that because they're, I think we all look for people that we can really borrow their, borrow faith in a lot of situations. Sometimes we kind of get, you know, down and out and we lose faith and, and, and we have to borrow it. Yeah, and that's fine. As long as it gets you back on track. Exactly. You know, I've had my moments. We all have. You know, I, I've, I've been in that place and it's, it's difficult, but you just, somewhere deep down, you got to believe that, you know, you'll get better. And if you're really, really down, then you go and see a doctor and you ask for an antidepressant to get you out of the, hill, out of the hole for a short time, you know, because sometimes people get that bad. They need help. Well, it's all part of what we do to really take care of ourselves is what exactly. you talked about. I mean, I, you know, I spent a year sitting on the couch. Yeah, I did. I did. And it's funny, I just uh, came back from a three-day seminar where I I was doing some speaking, and I shared that story. And and the reason I shared that story is because of how open you have been in sharing your story, and I knew I was preparing for today. Oh, there you go. And the, the response from people connecting to us at that level was beyond anything I could imagine. There were women in the audience crying. and. Do you know that you represent that level of inspiration for people? I don't, but, I, you know, I, I, um, I hope that I can be of help. You know, when I was really at my lowest, I went on antidepressants for a short time, and they got me out of that hole, and then um, I was able to wean myself off when I felt strong enough. And I would, you know, and I know people that haven't done that and have really got themselves into deep trouble, and so I, I you know... When you get to that space, it becomes it becomes um, a physical thing. Then you need to get help. Hmm. Um, if you can't do it with your with your mind anymore, sometimes life just gets too difficult. 
and you can overcome to a certain time and I'm a strong person but there are times when you just need that little extra help and people shouldn't be ashamed. And we, we carry a lot of shame and we touched on this earlier and I wanted to ask you, you mentioned Deepak Chopra earlier. Yes. And I wanted to ask you on um, how he has been an inspiration uh, to you. Well, you know, Deepak, I was lucky enough to meet him when I first um, had breast cancer in 1992 and I was introduced to him by a wonderful woman um, who unfortunately has passed away. She had had breast cancer then and they had a reoccurrence a few years ago, but she introduced me to Deepak and he helped me and gave me uh, mantras for meditation and really took me under his wing for a while and, and I would see him every now and again and he was just inspiring to me and um, I'll be ever, forever grateful to him for that. In fact, we just made a movie together that um, will be coming out in May, I believe, called The Laws of Seven Laws of Attraction. And we filmed it, and I haven't seen it put together. It is put together. I'm about to get a copy, but um, I was very proud to be able to work with him. Well, and let me ask you this. Isn't one of the tracks on the CD? Um, yes, that's yes. right. Yes. I sing it on the movie. Mm-hmm. I sing it in the movie. Uh, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful track. And at the same time, it really does sum up for me what we're talking about today. I, the, the, the words, when you look at them and you read them and you hear them, where you talk about the silence and the despair and the blindness and the, and the darkness, you also talk about uh, let me sing praise, let me bring hope, let me bring sight, let me bring light. What's wonderful, this song was written by Amy Skye and her husband, Mark Jordan, who's, they're both wonderful singer-songwriters from Canada, and Stephen Mokio, who's a, a, a wonderful musician. And they took the um, the words from the poem by St. Francis of Assisi. They adapted it from that. So people will recognize this song when they hear it. It's such a beautiful song. It's called Instrument of Peace. It's a, it's a very beautiful song. And it is one of the songs that I mentioned earlier that we're playing throughout this interview as well. Uh, you know, you have recently been out in the media, on television, uh, uh, in, in in many many different wor- ways, how did that feel for you? Um, you mean when they were talking about me when I was just talking to them? You mean both? Yes. Um, <clears throat> it's very difficult to be uh, when you see things about yourself that are either untrue or blown out of proportion or whatever. It's it's difficult. I try not to. I try not to read it. I try to stay away from it as much as possible. And um, it, it's difficult, and I feel really, really sorry for the Britneys of this world and all these young girls that have to deal with all this kind of thing before they've had the, the time and the experience to really understand that it's, you know, it's tomorrow's, in Australia we call it tomorrow's fish and chip paper. It's mm-hmm. just fodder. It's fodder for the media because they need, you know, they need continuous feeding. It's like a feeding frenzy because they have to have material to print, basically, so they... They don't really care where they get it from as long as they have something they can write about. And um, it, it is very difficult. I'm lucky that, you know, I've been through so many years of it that I can deal with it better, but I feel sorry for these young girls that have to have to be constantly under scrutiny by these people. Well, and it really is a challenge, and I think that they can look to you, and uh, certainly uh, there are many people that do, to see how you, uh, you stand tall st- with integrity and uh, with grace and with gratitude, and really create some very, very strong shoulders for a lot of us to really stand on. 
we're very grateful, very grateful for, for what you're doing and for the message that you're taking out into the world. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you. Well, thank you for what you're doing. This has been an interesting journey. I, I really love uh, talking to to folks on the radio and uh, inspiring people to live life full out, to really to really be who they can be. Yes, uh, And I'm kind of like you. I, If you'd have asked me even four years ago if I'd be sitting here talking with Olivia Newton-John, I'd, I probably wouldn't have believed not one bit of it. But isn't part of this in what we learn each day as opposed to kind of future tripping? Isn't this about being in the now? Oh, I think, I think absolutely. I mean, you have to have, you have to think to the future but live in the moment and enjoy every every little thing as much as you can. It's kind of zen-ish, you know, to mm-hmm. appreciate the cup of tea you're drinking rather than thinking about what you're doing in five minutes so you can't appreciate the tea you're drinking because I think what becomes apparent to me all the time is that it could change at any moment. You know, anything could happen to you in two minutes from now or to somebody else. Life changes really quickly, so you need to be thankful every day for the day you've had. That's what I do. And in in this beautiful conversation, and I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, such a wonderful part of your journey with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. And in, in, what would you like to say to uh, the, the folks that will listen to this, Olivia? I mean, what would be your personal message for them to inspire them? Oh, goodness me. Um, I, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for, for any people out there who have been supportive and encouraging to me. Um, during my my journey and my career, and there've been a lot of wonderful fans who have been there for me for a long time. And I think just to, I think what what we're talking about, just to try and and keep a positive attitude because it makes a big difference in your life to to see the good in people and see the good in others and be accepting of others, and um, not try not to judge people too harshly because everyone's trying to do their best. Um, in their journey, and I think if we show compassion to one another and forgiveness and kindness to one another, we can make it all work. I want to thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I want to remind everyone that's listening, Olivia Newton-John, fabulous CD, Grace and Gratitude. Well, mm-hmm. this is very, very powerful and a very powerful interview, and, and I want to thank you so much. I mean, this is such an important message for so many people. Uh, Olivia Newton-John has uh, been an inspiration, as I said before, to so many folks in so many ways and continues to bring a very powerful message out into the world. And, Olivia, I know that uh, in some ways you've only just begun, <laughs> don't you think? Uh, well, yes, I, I, I hope so. I really do. I'd like to continue doing this. No, I don't hope so. I know so. There's another thing. You have to believe it. You, so... <laughs> I have to remind myself, too, you know. Well, that's okay. You know, we could call each other, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do girlfriend night. There you go. Uh, and, again, uh, it, this has been such a wonderful chat with you and a time to spend together. And and uh, we can certainly talk offline about the, the songers around the CD. We certainly will look forward to to your powerful message. I know many of the listeners have uh, wanted me to say that they are still very devoted to you. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you so much. And uh, uh, many, many blessings to you and your wonderful journey and all that you do. Well, same to you, Pat. Thank you. Thank You're you very much. Thank
thank you all so much for listening to today's show. And as we've talked about throughout the show, the show is about grace and about gratitude. And right now, I am so grateful for so many people in my life. And let me start off by being grateful for each and every one of you that tune in every week, whether it's on Voice America, whether it's on KKNW, whether it's out of Tampa, Chicago, Boston. Um, it doesn't matter. Each and every one of you have contributed to changing the vibration on the planet in the work that we do in the show that we produce. I want to thank Tacey Trump for making this happen uh, from the bottom of my heart. She's been my producer on Voice America from day one. I want to thank Benny Mathers for his expert job in putting this interview together and creating the wonder that you have just experienced. And all of the people in the background to the Dr. Pat show, Bobby Baxter, Brian Kravitz, and Carol Singleton, each and every one contribute to what you hear every time you listen to the Dr. Pat show. And as I said before, so many people have been so inspirational in my life, and I thank each and every one of you. Today's show is truly about gratitude. Take some time to look at your life and know that there are people, there are places, there are things that have blessed you in some way. Until next week, make yourselves a fabulous week and know that we love each and every one of you here at the Dr. Pat Show. Where there is hatred, let me bring love. take a short break when we come back with the dr patch i want to just tell everyone we're here with the arium sisters we're going to give you lots of information but you are on the verge of hearing something absolutely spectacular and incredible when we come back we're going to be playing the song in full uh the song diary and it's a song i've listened to many times it's an incredible song we're going to find out what it means and what it means to them and i'll try not to cry we'll be right back with the dr pat show anytime any place i know you're down you're the topic of trust to be around the way you hear me and feel me got me loving you that much more really i, I couldn't see myself with anyone else because the way it felt got me so caught up i'm stuck on you so real i know i got the truth i'm the only one remote. 
I've forgotten that I'm doing a show here, Benny, for a minute. And you better keep me on track so I don't run out of time to play the tune. Got's covered. Uh, Arian Sisters joining us here today. These uh, young ladies have uh, uh, honored us by joining the show, Haven, Selena, and Leanda. And, of course, we heard from Selena and Leanda earlier. We're going to hear from Haven again. But before we hop off, Selena, you have a uh, – one of the things that is really true about what you all said earlier is that you're regular folks. You're regular kids. You go to school. And we just talked during the break about your chores that you do or hire out to do. Um, but, Selena, we were also talking about an award you got. And, and can you just share that with us a little um, bit? Yeah. This Saturday, I went to Eastern Washington mm-hmm. for the Science Olympiad State Competition. Wow. And, yeah, I got fourth place in remote sensing. And I have my copper medal. So I'm very happy. Wow. Yeah. Is that incredible? You all look so happy for each other's accomplishments. I love that. Haven, I got to give it to you because here you are now. You've come in. Yeah. Now you got these two sisters, right? (laughs) These two sisters, and there they are, and they're like telling you this is what your life is going to be about in a lot of ways. But more importantly, you get to plug in to some incredible energy. What is it like to be sort of you know part of this team? This is a team. Oh, gosh. This team is really, it's a privilege. It's its really like, gosh, I don't even know because I don't know where I would be if I wasn't mm. part of my family. Wow. And a part of my sisters. I think they're really like everybody in my family is really what makes me who I am. Mm. And that's how I'm like, that's what raise, raises me. That's what makes me who I am. Mm. And I really don't know who or what I would be if I wasn't with them. Wow. So. Uh, you know, this is what I said. This is about love today in a lot of different ways. Let's talk about Diary. Mm. Um, it, diary is the song, the single that we're going to play, but it's, uh, it's taken on a life of its own. How did that come to be? It all started with little 12-year-old Haven. <laughs> it was all her idea. Like, she wrote down the idea, uh, thought of the meaning behind it and the content of the lyrics. And from then on, we, we okay, we use this word, ariamize. So that means, like, we all put our determination, vision, and passion together to perfect it and make it our own. And that's basically what we did with So. I think the question should be headed to Haven since she wrote the majority of the song. This song is really, I know that many people, like, there are times when things go wrong in your life and you feel like no one can understand you even if you told them. And I really wanted to wow, connect I with can't, those I don't people. know if I'm going to make it through the rest <laughs> of this interview here. Go ahead, Haven, sorry. And and you normally don't have people that who can, like, really relate to what, what you're talking about and i really wanted to make that connection with the people who are listening to the song and that's basically why i wrote it i just wrote it for all those people so that they know that there's something that you can that you can turn to and Mm -hmm. to me whenever i have like problems in my life they may not be big problems but if there's nobody if selena and leander are gone which is normally who i would tell i write in my diary and or i write songs or something so I really wanted to write mm-hmm. to those people who are like me. And there are many of us, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about the song is that it's ageless. And and that and what I mean by that is uh, certainly people of your generation will relate to it, but clearly people of my generation relate to it and everybody in between. How did it take on a life of its own? How did it 
how did it become? Is it number four? Are we at number four? Yeah, yeah actually, uh, it's debuting still on Hot One. <clears throat> excuse me, Hot One Hundred Five Seven in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's sandwiched in between probably the two hottest lady singers, the females. With Rihanna and Rude Boy, and of course we have um, Lady Gaga and Telephone below it. So they're number four. Yeah, below right it. The t- <laughs> Actually, they've guys been, are amazing. They've been below this single for about two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably saying, who are those girls? Right. You know, what, what, right. what is this about? You know, I mean, come on. You know, we're like doing their cleanup. We yeah, for Rihanna. sure. Yeah, we do love Rihanna. I love her. <laughs> but, you know, here it is. It's playing on this station. Uh, is that like, you know, surreal in itself? How did that happen? It was so crazy. We didn't, we had recorded the song like prior to two weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so it was a new song for us. We were so excited still listening to it like everywhere we drove. And then I was on Twitter and I was just, I searched the anime sisters, just wondering what are people saying about us? <laughs> and I found this one guy in Alabama who's saying, Oh, the song Diary by the Aryan Sisters has come just in time for me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Diary by Aryan Sisters, someone's talking about it. Yep. And I just talked to him, and I'm like, where'd you hear it? And he said, on the radio. I'm like, what station? That's not 105.7. And after that, we just, it got so huge. And it went from like 30 to 20. 20 to 10, I know. And we're going to debut it right now because I think we've talked about it. I just can't wait to have all of us listen to it. Are we all ready to do it? Yes. Let's do it.
speechless is exactly the way I feel, and that is the way I felt when I read this song. And believe me, I, this is a struggle for me to even get through talking with you. This is a song so many people relate to. Uh, growing up, my diary was my best friend, so it has very personal meaning. Thank you for joining us here today. Please give out your website, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure the world knows about you and this song. Thank you. AriamSisters.com, E-R-I-A-M, Sisters. Thank you. Amazing. Beautiful is how we started the show. Love is how we started the show. Wow, Melissa, that is an incredible piece of music, a work of art, really. But when you're talking about spirit and you're talking about oneness, don't you think it really deserves a slow simmer? Yeah. Right? Well, it is. That's, that's, well, ultimately we realize that it's not the destination. It's, it's the, it's the trip there. It's the journey. So why would we want it to be anything else but simmering uh, no kidding and, and so this is really interesting uh that i really looked at this and i i got the sense this is a journey there is a journey that is inside so many people right now one of the most i have to tell you one of the most uh significant caller questions that i get or, or help that people want is i have to define my purpose i don't know what my purpose is mm. and i wanted to ask you when was it you had a sense of your purpose and has it been redefined over time? Wow. Yes. Yes, it has. It does. It, re- it, re- it constantly redefines itself. I, you know, as a child, thought my purpose was to grow up and leave home. <laughs> and then as I got older, I thought, oh, my purpose is to be a rock and roll star. I want to be rich and famous. You know, and that's my purpose because that's kind of the thing. That's the story that they give you is... We're supposed to make lots of money, and then we'll be happy. And so then I I did that, and then I realized, whoa, that's not a life. That's not a purpose. That's and that's not you know what. And then uh, so in my middle nineties, I had sort of a crisis of my, my middle nineties is in the middle nineties, my mid thirties actually mm-hmm. had a crisis of, well, what am I doing? I'm just going to make music to make money. That's weird. And and then the cancer sort of flipped that all around. I went, wait a minute, no, my purpose is, oh, this is art, this is talent, this is a this is a lens in which I look upon the world and then I get to mirror back to people uh, through their their ears and their, their souls and, and oh, oh, I have much greater purpose in life and, and ultimately the purpose in my life is to create my story. What do I what do I want to be? I can be anything I want. And 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 to then create the story with with belief and with enthusiasm, so that my life is then when when it's all over, it, I want it to be this most awesome story. Mm. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Melissa Etheridge, in Seattle and across the globe with her fabulous fearless love tour. And on our way out to break, take a listen to "Drag Me Away." Take a listen to the lyrics and absolutely. Feel the passion, the purpose, and the beauty of this music. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. I was leaving. My ticket was just one way. The angels I believed in were going to carry me away. 
everyone welcome back to the dr. Pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and boy I'm glad I got my tissues out I'm thrilled that you all are joining us and I love even that song I mean even the lyrics in that song juice Newton singing that song she's joining us here today and in a minute you're going to hear my favorite song the sweetest thing but right now we've got juice Newton and of course Brenda you're joining us as well 
Choose, yes, I am. I'm telling you, you've probably heard your own music a million times, but I have to tell you, for me, every time I hear that song or hear your voice, I just get chills uh, just up and down. Thank you so much for joining us today, both of you. Well, you're you're great for having us. I wanted to talk a little bit about what we were chatting about during break, and then we will play the sweetest thing. I mean, here the three of us are, and, of course, we're honoring Otha, who's not with us, and, and the song that he's written. And I said to you during the break, there is a time right now where all of us could use a little infusion, if not a lot, of love. And right. this song is something that we are going to ask people to listen to and then forward it to ten other people. You can get the song on iTunes. You can get it many, many places. Yes. And the reason being is that it's such a powerful message about love. And I want to ask each of you, what does this song mean to you personally? Well, Brenda, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's good. (laughs) I I was a fan of Juices long before I met um, Otha. And, of course, everyone knew this song, and I loved it. And I had seen... um, Juice performed this song on TV, and the guitar solo, the camera was on Otha, and I saw Otha, and there was something about him, and I said, dear, just a subconscious thought, you know, oh, dear Lord, to have a man like that in my life, not even, you know, like, I'm going to stalk this person or anything like that, but there was such warmth, genuine warmth, and as I got to know Otha and, and have a life with him, that song came from a place of warmth, and it just reflected what he has in his heart, I think, for, for all people. He always you know, chose to see the good in everybody. So when I hear that song, it has so many emotions from, um, you know, first recognizing him and, and remembering that glimmer when I met him on TV or saw him on TV and then met him a, a couple years later and, and everything. And then the song, as I said, I was a fan of theirs before I, I ever met them. And um, it just has such positive memories. And then the, the love that comes from other people commenting on that song and wanting to hear about that song, I think, is is very touching. So, you know, like you, Pat, I can listen. I, you know, went to so many of their concerts and never, ever, ever got tired of um, hearing them and seeing them perform. Well, one of the things that I am so struck by is how perfect this song is for Juice Newton and how perfect Juice Newton is for The Sweetest Thing. Absolutely. And Juice, I, I, you know, we're talking you know, about you as if you're not here, but you really are <laughs> here. And I can't even imagine another person singing this song. And I don't know if that's weird in the music industry, but for me, it's like you were born to sing the sweetest thing. How how do you feel about that? Well, it, it is definitely a song that um, that each time I do get to sing it um, has all those great feelings that um, that people I think long for. They long to have that deep emotional contact and um, relationship. And whether or not it's with your kids or your husband or your wife or with your friends, it's uh, necessary, I think, to have those positive, uh, deep-felt feelings in order to be a a true, caring human being. And to give that, it's it's a gift, and I am so appreciative that um, I got the gift of that song, that Otha wrote that song, and that I can share that song, even though he physically isn't here. He is present uh, with McKenna and Brenda and myself and my own kids and our friends. 
um, over and over every time we do a song that that Otha wrote, and that song especially touches so many people. It has such a universal um, reaching outreach, actually, um, that it's it's an honor to have the song in uh, in my heart and in my head. Mm. There's a line in the song that I've always wanted to ask both of you about. And, 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 you know, and I, and I've heard, I talked to my listeners about this line, by the way, and Juice, you would be blown away with how interesting people interpret this particular line. And it's, and I've never been afraid of losing, and I've never wanted love to be a chain. Yeah, it's very cool. And, and everybody says that that means something different uh, to them. I, I'm just curious. What was the meaning behind that, that, that particular part of the song, or should we just interpret it to what it means to each of us. Well, I, I do think that that um, Otha was stating a fact, actually, that many people can't voice. They want that love, they want that affection, and they want that ability and long for it. Um, but uh, And so they see it as um, precisely what they're searching for, which is... Um, a love that comes both ways and but yet you're brave and so you're brave enough to reach out and love a person uh, um without uh with no limits um and i think that's really important because we struggle at times and we may have someone in our life that uh, none of us are perfect and so if you can give the love you're going to get something back but yet you're not it doesn't feel like um you're um you have to present your love in a specific manner so you're not afraid of losing. Um, you're brave enough to step through that door and love someone without having um, having it come back to you in exactly the same way. Your love is with no bounds or, or boundaries, and that that way you're strong enough to do that. And I, I'm not – I mean, Otha's not here to to discuss it, but – that's how I personally interpret it, and I'm sure everyone has their own opinion of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's heartfelt, and it and it has a true meaning to them, then Otha would be very pleased to know that his his inspiration at that moment has such a far reaching um, is so far reaching for so many people. I love it. And, I, you know, we're going to listen to the song uh, right now, Juice and Brenda. But before I do that, I want to make sure all of you know Juice Newton joining me here today. It, the, her CDs, American Girl 2 and Gift of Christmas CDs, are available through CD Baby. But more importantly, I want you to know that if you want to find out more about Juice, go to her website, JuiceNewton.com. Um, and let's listen to the song, my favorite song of all time, the sweetest thing, Juice Newton singing the song, Otha Young, the individual that wrote it. When we come back, we're going to have Otha, we're going to have Otha's amazing daughter joining us, Juice Newton and Brenda. Here's the song. Listen to it, open up your heart, and take it all in. When I see you in the morning Still in your eyes I remember All the laughter And the tears We shared last night 
I don't know about you, I'm feeling big myself. I want to thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And, uh, boy, we have planned this holiday season some extraordinary programming for you. Uh, we have got some incredible people guest hosting for me. Absolutely amazing conversations. And what's most important is you. You have been the best listeners on the planet, and that's why we give back to you. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.
Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. 